There it is. There it is. Just us two again. Oh. Where is CJ? Uh, he's something at work, and he had to be in Nebraska, and I can't get back to the hotel, and I'm wherever the fuck he is, and I don't know, and he texted me earlier that he just he wasn't going to be able to get back in time. At this point, we're like parents going out for a date night where we can only talk about our kids, <laughs> and our kid is CJ. <laughs> just like, where is he? I don't know. I hope he's okay. I don't know. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's thinking about us. I he's saw his, to your point about it feeling like a son, like a son, I was on Instagram, his girlfriend picture posted a picture of him and her stories for happy boyfriend day. And I was like, oh, look at CJ. Great. Happy boyfriend day. Yeah. Happy boyfriend day, CJ. Happy boyfriend day, CJ. He is all of our boyfriends. Maybe that's what he's uh, maybe they're celebrating boyfriend day. <laughs> maybe that's what's really going on. <laughs> you can't, you can't take it for granted, you know? Nope, 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 nope. To think, it's funny too, to think about, it's really, I'm glad we have him. He's very valuable. But I notice him most when he is gone with the, when we finish, I can go right to bed when he's here. Sure. And now I can't. Fuck. I was about to say we should have never given him the job because then he maybe wouldn't get, have gotten his current job. But then I think, but then he would have never gotten the job. It would have been self yeah. self defeating, right? Tough logic to get mm -hmm. to get there. VDB oh. or right. My wife. That's my wife calling. I heard it again. Yeah, I don't know why. Why um, am I hearing it? Well, you're hearing it because when I play audio, I do it through Bluetooth through the mixer. So I have my phone through through Bluetooth. But um, you know what I should do? I should put it on Do Not Disturb. I thought you were a phone on vibrate guy. I am. It ends. They're well, having a team. There's Rick Buecher. Uh I am a phone on vibrate guy. I think maybe. No, no, no. Not for not for calls. Calls are the only thing that do. But everything else, I actually don't get vibrate text and stuff i don't get anything i don't have any notifications turn them off yep don't even fuck get it. them fuck it i look at my phone all day long i'll, I'll see it eventually um and it said vdb if anyone's listening because i've called my wife that for a while because her name is valerie and then her last name has a d and a b in it so there you go there's my special nickname for my wife the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast is presented by, oh, and if you're listening on the pod, you don't usually get this whole intro part. So this is what you're missing on YouTube. The Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook using promo code RTRS and brought to you what by- What an Big advertisement for the YouTube. Yeah. Whatever, whatever that was. <laughs> really selling it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and brought to you by Big Barker. Man, now my throat. Here, fill time for two seconds. I can do it. There we go. It. Wait, let me scroll up. I got it. No, no. I already <laughs> oh. started. I'm already here. Okay. I'm trying to scroll up. My scroll's not working. And I'm clicking on the wrong thing. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Brought to you by Big Barker, Therapeutic Dog Breaks. Get yours at bigbarker.com slash Ricky. Big Briggs Auction. The official auction in the process at briggsauction.com slash Ricky. And Kinetic Skateboarding. Get 9.1% off your first order with promo code Dave Silver. Woo! I'll do it. I'll keep it. going. On the show today, Kevin Durant 
makes a trade demand. I feel like I, we haven't actually talked about it. I feel like no. we actually really seriously, honestly have not talked about the Kevin Durant Sixers possibility. And I think now we should do it. We should, we should for sure do it. There's yes. also more Ben Simmons drama. Apparently we never, we'll never stop talking about it. It'll never stop existing. And ESPN projects the Sixers to finish fourth in the East, which I'm just learning as I'm reading that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, before we get going as well, please sign up for our Bark in the Park team. It is our annual team to prevent, to uh, not prevent, you don't want to prevent anything, to, uh, to what? Support Providence Animal Center. It's October 22nd at Rose Tree Park. We always lead the fundraising. I would like to raise $16,000 this year. Last year, we were just over 15. Um, we have 31 members so far. I'd like to get that to 100. We've raised 3,200 bucks so far. The good news is we have a very silly shirt designed by one Todd Purse, who is an awesome uh, Delaware artist. And he drew the shirt with Rebel playing basketball on the moon. All you have to do is join the team, raise 50 bucks. And if you raise 100, you get the Providence Animal Center shirt as well. We'd like to thank our sponsors of the team. Mortgage CS, also sponsored of the uh, plant-based food truck festival that Providence will have. And LL Pavorsky Jewelers, Body Bio DraftKings, and Briggs Auction. I did mention Kinetic as well, our friends at Kinetic Skateboarding. It's hot as fuck right now, so you need some t-shirts and you need some sneakers. I guess you need sneakers all the time, but the t-shirts and shorts when it's hot as fuck. And Kinetic has lots of great t-shirts and shorts. And if you're a skateboarder, of course, they have skateboards as well. And sneakers that you're not going to find anywhere else. True exclusives. Go to KineticSkateboarding.com and use promo code DAVESILVER for 9.1% off your first order. Without any further ado, Amos and The Chef. Welcome to the Rights Ricky Sanchez podcast. I am Spike Eskin, along with a guy who did not know that there is a Rights to Ricky Sanchez subreddit. That is one Mike Levin. No, I didn't. I found out. I found out today. You didn't start it? No. I got an email. There hasn't been a post in, well, there was a post, I guess, in the last few days. There hadn't been one in a while. Thanks to Jackson, who mentioned that he posted in the subreddit and he wanted to start a Ricky fantasy football league. And uh, it really uh, has nothing to do with me, but it is there and it is a subreddit. So there you go. We have to start with the top story. CJ is not here. No. What's interesting is uh, I had to update the, the, the rundown in that we were going to talk about Kevin Durant, but there wasn't really a Sixers tie-in 
until one Ian Bagley, whose reports we've always trusted, wrote about Kevin Durant today and Durant's desire to go to Boston, which one thing that is super hilarious is that one of the reasons he wants to go to Boston is because of Ime Udoka, who of course was a assistant coach for the 76ers and, and the they, Nets. And the Nets. Um, more notably for us, the, the 76ers, because we are a 76ers podcast. But here is the big story for this podcast. Here it is. As various outlets have reported, Miami and Toronto are among the teams with interest in Durant. It's fair to assume that nearly all NBA teams have checked in with Brooklyn in some fashion regarding Durant. Something worth noting. As of earlier in the week, there were high-ranking members of the Sixers who felt strongly about engaging with Brooklyn on a Durant trade. It is unknown if Brooklyn and Philadelphia have made any recent progress on a trade. The Sixers would almost certainly have to include Tyrese Maxey. I think you could get rid of the almost in that. Would certainly have to include Tyrese Maxey in a trade for Durant. Given the dynamics at play, you'd think that Tobias Harris, Matisse Thybul, and other players slash draft picks would be included. Interesting to note that based on Tobias Harris's wedding photos, Matisse Thybul and Tyrese Maxey, two of the Sixers who were at his wedding, um, along with, who was the fourth one? Uh, Nyang. Uh, oh, Nyang. Nyang. And J.J. Radek was there. Uh, the Sixers, also of note, cannot trade any draft picks right now. So they could not attach any draft picks. Mike, I ask you two questions. First, A, do you believe that this is a realistic possibility? And then B, would you do it? Um, realistic possibility, I would say on the Sixers end, of course, I think especially with Daryl here, star hunting and the legacy of Brett Brown, star hunting there you will go. always permeate everything. Um, and so I think that they're always going to, any big name guy becoming somewhat available. I think that they're going to give it a shot. Daryl will, um, I think so will Elton. I think Elton uh in his brief time as collaboration chief head uh became like made it very clear that he was not unwilling to uh to roll the dice and uh and make a big move um i really don't think that this is the best trade brooklyn could get as you said I, they can't trade any picks they can trade no. zero they could zero trade first swaps. round picks they can't trade any can, picks. Yeah. Um, God, I thought there was one far out into the future, but I guess nope. they are really, they're backing it up. Um, that's tough. I mean, that's tough to, I just think that the Brooklyn should be able to get something on the level of a Rudy Gobert package. I don't think they're going to get more than a Rudy Gobert package because just for the sheer amount of stuff that was traded in that ridiculous deal. Yeah, I think um, everybody needs to forget about that trade for a moment you know it was not, not that it's it just, just tough it, it's the same off season that that's yes, that's what makes it like easily for sure. comparable if it was last off season then you go like okay times have changed whatever new cba blah 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 but um i think brooklyn is going to hold out rightfully so hold out for the best offer they can get and i just don't think trading with the sixers again for maxi tobias matisse and whoever else they want <laughs> is to create the Sixers without Embiid, basically, which is not like a, 
this is basically what they're creating, you know, like they're yeah, creating. That's it, right. Yeah. So, uh, I just don't think that's the best option. And so I think that there's a very high likelihood that this doesn't happen on the net side, not on the Sixers side. I want to talk about it just in the like, let's imagine the Sixers get Durant. I, I feel like I've been struggling with this because like I am head over heels in love with Tyrese Maxey. I just like, I love everything about him. I want him to be here forever. I think he's perfect. I am fully enamored with how much better he's gotten year to year and during the year and all of it. And everything being there playing at LaSalle, like everything he's doing, holding a camp for kids at his age already, everything he's doing. I just like, I love it. I couldn't get enough of it. And so that is really clouding any thought about Kevin Durant actually in a Sixers jersey, even though obviously you trade Tyrese Maxey for Kevin Durant every single time. I know that, but I'm an emotional guy. I love what I love. I love Tyrese Maxey. And so, but let's remove that element for a second and just talk about Kevin Durant. Uh, Hold on. Okay. I would not do it. Oh. If if you look at... That's a I, huge surprise. Let yeah. me just sit in that for a second. <laughs> Let me just really... I don't... Because you're going to explain yourself, but I yeah. want to imagine how you got there for a second. I want to live on a like, little... It took little, me a while. It took me a while. And and realize as well, I work with maybe two of the biggest Nets fans in, in the world. Maybe the only two giant Nets fans in the world. Evan and Keith. Um, this is... I would, I would, I would say... On some levels, very inconsistent with positions I've had, but on other levels, consistent with positions I've had, which means that I have no moral compass if it can be both. Can I guess? Can you guess what? Your position. Sure. Why? I think it's you're worried that he's too old. And well, it is part of it. Part of it is... Age, age and guys that you think are fat looking or... Too, too skinny. Any anything on those sides of things are your, I think, trigger points. So, too fat, too skinny, too old. I think those are the those are the spike, the spike bumps. He is old. He is has had serious injuries. He's a great player. Obviously, one of the three best players in the NBA. Arguably the best. I don't think he's the best, but one of the three best players in the NBA. All time player. Also has become an all time loser as well. This shit, I don't want two of these fuckers on on the Sixers. Like nothing, and in this the is loser the loser angle. I hadn't considered the loser. The, this angle. is the other one. Well, there's a lot of loser energy here. You are truly doubling down on winning, and it obviously they would become title favorites immediately. Whether they would actually have the best chance of winning the title, I don't know. They would become title favorites immediately, but I just can't. From, from an emotional standpoint, to me, on some level, and I've been here before, and I know I've been criticized for this, would feel a little empty to go and fucking try to win a title with these two fuckers who ruined a franchise and then are coming over here because they didn't feel like being there anymore, and I'd just be waiting around for them to do it here. And mm-hmm. I, I would just, 
give me this kid, just give me the next 10 years of him. And Maxi. Yeah. There are, there are trades. I would include Maxi in not this one. And like, there is a, I think there are a lot of reasons that there's no offer blowing their doors off. Part of it is the, you know, is he going to go to X team and play there? You know, like he's got to want to be there, obviously. The other one is of those teams that he would want to be, they, they don't, there might not be the assets to do it. Yeah. Um, and part of it too is the 34 year old thing and the injury thing. So that's why I would just, I would say, say thanks, but no thanks on that one. Yeah. I mean, there's just, a, there's just on their side of things. First of all, that's interesting. I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think that it's unreasonable to say like Harden is a guy that's blown up a team or two mm-hmm. Durant. I mean, this was, I would say this is really Durant's first time doing that. Mm-hmm. Although it's, you know, pretty understandable, although maybe his, who he faults in this situation, whether it's the GM Sean Marks or the coach Steve Nash, who was we'll get never really a coach. Cause we're all kind of the coach here, you yeah. know? It doesn't matter whose name, whose like you know name on the call sheet says like coach. It's like we're all coach. Joe Harris is a coach. Fucking the Nets. Who's the Nets mascot? DeAndre Jordan's a coach. Is DeAndre it that, that night? Is the night? Yeah, the, the night. mascot. Nettie the night. Nettie yeah. Pot mm-hmm. is the Nettie Pot the night. Good. He will he will fight with a joust and then he'll clean out your sinuses. That's good. It's important. That's a good. You want a clear role. Clear role in your mascot. Um, you get, I mean, this is like, it's not his fault why this went awry. Although he was kind of like LeBron mm. style, the team builder a little bit in this yeah, world. We'll anyway, it's not him just like having a, you know, being pouty. Well, leaving. it kind of is. He, he picked w- the coach, he picked his teammates. And then yeah, he wants but to get other the coach shit happened. Fired? Other shit happened first, and then he finally reacted. It went bad for anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. It is interesting. I, the The thing on the net side of like why that why their doors aren't getting blown off. I think that the the like weirdness of the DeAndre Ayton thing took one team off the list. Although I think the Suns could still cobble together a decent package, send mm-hmm. around Mikael Bridges and some probably mediocre draft picks. But it's also like he, because of his age, this isn't like a you know, hard to compare between sports, but this isn't a Juan Soto situation where you're like, all right, we're going to have him for 10 years. Let's right. trade fucking everything for him, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, if you don't think you can win a championship the next year or two, then it's pretty pointless. And so that, that narrows it down a lot. Plus a lot of teams are, have already traded their picks like the Sixers, not, not only the Sixers, but like the Sixers. Mm-hmm. So that like the, there's like four teams in the league like the Thunder and the Rockets and a couple other ones that I'm forgetting. Maybe the Blazers? Mostly Thunder and Rockets. Maybe the Magic a little bit. All don't really have picks to trade. Those teams have the picks and other teams don't have them. And so you you look around and it's like, who realistically would... If if I'm Denver, I would. I would trade for Porter Jr. for him in a fucking heartbeat. You know that. Everybody knows has listened to this podcast knows I would do that center a package around that uh i think the pelicans have a shot i would trade brad and ingram for him for sure um and go from there or zion if you if you don't believe in his health and go from there 
there, there's but there's not that many teams that you can make a trade package work where the who they would be sending out would be worthwhile for Brooklyn and who they keep would be worthwhile for Durant to you know contend for a title around. Anyway, but the idea of you know separating it from the maxi thing, I mean it's Kevin Durant, man. He's really good. He's really really good, and he's still a really good two way player. His defense has gotten a little bit worse as he's gotten older. Yes, he's had some injury issues, but he still looked incredible last season. Um, having Embiid behind him defensively to back him up would make it so much easier on him. Having him there would make it easier on Durant or Embiid and Harden. He's, he's Kevin Durant, and he might want to come here. Matt Carey, uh, form of the of the Liberty Brothers coaching tree, said like that once again. Let's take a you know victory lap about. Kevin Durant possibly listing the Sixers as a destination. And the only reason he's doing that is because of Embiid. And the only reason we have Embiid is because of the process. So let's take a little victory lap there. Important to do. Um, but it's Kevin Durant and Embiid's timeline, you know, as far as his prime goes is who knows how long Harden's timeline for how good he'll be for this year. And especially beyond is who knows how long. P.J. Tucker is old. P.J. Tucker and Durant are very close. Both went to Texas, you know, mentoring and all that stuff. Harden and Durant seem to have patched things up because they went to a concert together. Um, it, it's You can make a roster out of Harden, Melton, Tucker, Durant, Embiid, and fucking anybody else. How are and they going to survive is, without Tobias Harris's defense? Oh. I mean, Durant's a better defender than Tobias. <laughs> of course, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. but I mean, yeah, he's older for sure. But look, Tobias, look, you know, I've, I have, I have vouched and I will know. continue to vouch for Tobias's defense. Newly married Tobias's defense, um, on that end, uh, lately. But I think they would. I think there's a way to make it work. And then, as we've talked about for years, that gives you protection. If you have Harden, Durant, and MB, that gives you protection if one of them goes down, because three guys who have had a number of injuries where if one of them goes down, you still feel good about having two of them. So yeah, they'd be a championship team. They probably win championship and it'd still be Embiid. I think the, as far as the ship of Theseus goes, it's still Embiid. Anytime Embiid's there, I feel like it's still, it's still ours. So I would be excited about it. And I would still, if it's just, if it's maxi Tobias, since they can't trade any picks, it's not much mortgaging the future aside from just like really going all in on the next two or three years. If it's Maxi Tobias, swaps, Mat- Matisse, Korkmaz, Springer, whatever, swaps, Subers. A, bu- a bunch of swaps. Yeah, Subers is already there. Uh, <laughs> then I think, I think, I think you have to do it. I think you just have to do it. And then you expect like, someone's going to want to come here. Some Wes Matthews type, obviously not Wes Matthews because he's on Milwaukee, but some Wes Matthews type is going to want to like demand to buy out, finally bring Markeith Morris home, yeah. who's just banging It'd down the door. be fucking DeAndre Jordan. That's who it would definitely fucking. be DeAndre Jordan, 100%. He's in Denver right now, but he would have to be there. He would clone himself just so he could be on this team. But those kinds of minimum players would want to come here and play with those three guys, which is crazy, and it's crazy they'd be here. But yes, I think I, think I would... I would close my, I would do it. I love, I've already said I love Maxi so much. The, you know how, like in like a, in like a mafia movie when you have to like, the boss has to like kill somebody he loves. He'd be like, 
somebody else do it, I'm going to be like out of town. And so like, I would want to, if this trade happened, I'd want to be like, let me like go on vacation and turn my phone off. And I come back and like, it's already over. The body's already off, off the plate. Like I don't have to look at it. There's no blood around to clean up. The it's body just like, is what? Off, off my the plate. plate? Off my plate. Like it's already like oh, taken, okay. taken away. I, I'm not okay. looking at it. Uh, I don't have to worry about like cleaning up or doing any damage control. It's just like, okay, that's done. Let's already like put that in the past and look forward and have this team. Ben Sim, I would be, I would be real. I'd be real sad to trade Maxi. I'd just be really, 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 really sad. I I have a one more Durant statement after uh, we talk about Big Barker. Big Barker Therapeutic Dog Beds, long time sponsor of the Ricky. Need some process pups. Sometimes I lag in telling people to send in their process pup photos. I like looking at dogs on Big Barker dog beds. Send it to uh, rights to Ricky Sanchez at gmail.com. You want to get your own Big Barker, you go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky. That's where you get the process pup patches for free. When you go to bigbarker.com slash Ricky, it'll look like the process pup patches are like eight bucks or something. But when you go to check out, it makes them free. So just remember that. Why a Big Barker? Because... You care about your dog, and it is the only bed, the only dog bed proven to have a positive effect on your dog's health. It's engineered by experts to do so. PenVet proved it. The thing is, is that uh, what it does is supports your dog's joints. So as your dog ages, things like arthritis, joint pain that creep in there are have less an effect of, on your dog. So it'll help your young dog stay, you know, springy and youthful longer and your older dog make more comfortable and have less pain, less joint pain, less, uh, more, uh, range of motion, all of those things. This is actually proven and actually happens. Your job as a dog owner is to make your dog happy and healthy. Give your dog the best life possible can only be done with a big barker, big barker.com slash Ricky. And they are fine looking, fine looking. We have one in the bedroom. Looks fine. Looks like another piece of furniture. 10-year warranty. The foam doesn't flatten or they replace it for free. One-year at-home trial. They will give you a free refund, even pay for the shipping if you don't like it. Handmade in the USA. Big Barker dog beds. So the other thing that I would um, say here is that I hope that Joe Sy just fucking nuts up and tells the guy he's not trading him unless they get the biggest package in the world. This is, I, I actually disagree with you a little bit on Kevin Durant's ownership of this and his blame and his, he picked his teammates, picked the coach, and then demanded that the coach and the general manager get fired for him to stay. I'm not going to say that Sean Marks is the best GM in history, right? But he did with limited assets when he started build a team and a situation that attracted Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. He did that. He has done nothing wrong aside from give in to the whims of a guy who is never going to be happy. And that is a long contract he signed. He knew exactly what he was doing when he signed it. And if I was Brooklyn, I, I hope like it seems like he might be one owner, Josiah, to say, you know what? Fuck it. I stay home then. <laughs> like we won't pay you. That's fine. Stay home. Unless we get everything, we're not trading you. And 
you're going to have to play here. And I would dare him to not play. That's what I, I hope somebody does some shit like that because this is, is ridiculous. What Kevin Durant is pulling on that team is, uh, is I think like 10 out of 10 ridiculous, probably the worst thing, the worst one of these that a superstar has ever done to a team. I think what Kevin Durant mm. is doing. Uh, they, they acquiesced to his every whim. They got whatever would, he wanted. I would say the Ben thing is worse. Ben's not as good as Durant. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't. And he didn't, like, Ben didn't, there was a lot of things that Ben didn't, That but, like, I'm not defending Ben, let's just be clear. There's a lot of things that he wanted that he didn't get. Kevin Durant got everything. This situation was everything he wanted. They're like, ah, oh, you want DeAndre Jordan? Okay, he's your friend. I, okay, whatever. I don't disagree with that. I don't yeah. disagree that he got everything he wanted. Slight giving him some rope as far as, like, when he arranged this stuff, it wasn't like, okay, and then there's going to be a pandemic, and then Kyrie won't get vaccinated from it, and then that'll but be the But Kyrie's his friend. You can't totally, blame the totally. Nets for that. I'm not, yeah. well, I don't blame the Nets either. I blame, like, Kyrie, and then just, like, that's a tough break. If the pandemic <laughs> didn't happen, that he probably would have played more. It just, like, sucks <laughs> Mike's for him. book on, on the pandemic, a tough break. <laughs> a tough break. Argue with me. Prove me wrong. Um... <laughs> The, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I wonder, I think he's also being like more cagey about it. He just hasn't spoken to the media really or anything, anybody saying like what he wants or what went wrong or his view of the whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely not a good president of basketball operations. (laughs) Most players are not, to be honest with you, you know, the, the uh i i and I, a question i asked you that i didn't answer i i don't think that this is going to happen i think this is they're trying to drum up a um a market for him by the yeah. way a very interesting thing when shams reported it espn not going with the story for 6 hours because of woj is a very interesting media plotline if you like it um ethan uh, Strauss wrote a very interesting thing on it, like on one of lunatic woges, and it's a it's fucking wild to see. But um, I I I just truly like I truly hope the Nets let him. But I again I think this is them trying to drum up a market. I think it's Boston or Phoenix. I still, if I had a bet, I don't know why I would bet on Phoenix. Um, but man, honestly, it would make you. Part of it is like trade for him, so the Celtics don't trade for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I think spitefully Brooklyn is like, well, we don't want to trade him to Philly because they fucking Daryl and the Harden thing. That's bullshit. Fuck them. And I don't want to trade him to Boston because we fucking owed them picks for 10 years because of the KG and Paul Pierce trade. That's mm-hmm. embarrassing. Let's just trade him to the fucking West and like never think about it again. Yeah. Um, that's what it. Seems like I think sometimes people assume like, well, you can't be that like emotional and those kinds of things. But like, of course they are. Of course yeah. they are. They're people. spiteful people. Yeah. Spiteful weeders. I think, yeah, Boston, I don't obviously don't want them to get Durant. I would be happy for Jalen Brown to not be there anymore because I like Jalen Brown. But uh, and shorten their window and whatever. Hopefully they never win and they have less time where they're good. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. It is interesting. I also feel a little bit like looking at the Sixers team as is. I think they had a very like sort of similar to Daryl's first offseason, just like a really nice, obvious 
good offseason. Like, mm-hmm. the Harden thing was kind of fell into their lap as far as taking a pay cut goes. But, like, the team looks really good right now. They had a very healthy, solid singles and doubles, normal Sense-making stuff. offseason. A sense-making offseason. I would love one more, like, condense a couple guys, like a Matisse and Korkmaz for Reggie Bullock type of deal. Um, that kind of thing, just to, like, short tighten it up and have one better, more uh, playable two-way guy in addition, just basically in addition to Dan House. Um, but I, I, I kind of want to see it, I guess, is how I'm looking at the team. I want to see it. I want to see how much better Tyrese gets, how much better Tyrese and Harden play together. Um, Harden, you know, one of the drawbacks of Harden with Durant is, like, he still doesn't move off ball. So, like, you would like, you know, it's a lot of him standing there if Durant is there rather than like him having the ball in his hands doing that. And, you know, Tyrese can keep cutting around and moving around and all that stuff and run the offense when he's not there. But yeah, I'd like to see it. And it feels a little bit, it's obviously very different in a bunch of ways, but it feels a little bit like after they lost to the Raptors on the Kawhi shot where you're like, okay, this team is good. Let's just everybody like nobody do anything fucking stupid. Let's improve a couple areas and let's just go into the season and like be the best team in the league that we saw at the end of the season. Obviously, it didn't work out. There's a lot of financial reasons it didn't work out and many more personality reasons it didn't work out. But then they went and did Horford. They traded Jimmy for Josh Richardson, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it went to hell. So I just kind of want to like see this. Even though it's Kevin Durant, I would probably still do it. I want to see this. I want to hold on to Maxi. Um, and I want to do like one more little trade to get into the into the season and I want to win a championship. I want to win a championship with this team. Before we get into the Ben Simmons group chat situation, which I've been dying to talk about, I'm curious, I'm going to look, what you think the futures market is for the Phillies winning the World Series. Oh. So the two favorites to win the World Series are the Dodgers at plus 370, the Yankees at plus 425. Where do you th- see the Phillies as World Series contenders? Odds. Uh, 1,600. They're plus 3,500. Oh, that's low. That's they a are little 1, low. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, ninth. And then to win the National League... The Phillies are plus fifteen hundred. Now, the National League is pretty stacked. National League is good. It'd be tough to get in the National League, but what a what a, a turnaround of the season for one Philadelphia Phillies. If you'd like to make a futures bet like that at DraftKings Sportsbook, make when you sign up. If you're a new user, use code RTRS. Use code RTRS. You get a risk free bet of up to one thousand dollars. I don't know the math, but plus. $3,500 on $1,000, a lot of money. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't hit, you get another shot to win big. You can bet, of course, baseball futures. You can do the awesome same-game parlays. Parlays. Football is coming. It's preseason football. Eagles play what? Friday, right? Play the Jets, I think, on Friday. Eagles preseason action coming up soon. So uh, DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. Use code RTRS. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That is code RTRS, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay. 
So Rick Buecher was on some show, and he said this. Rick Buecher, enemy of the process for a very long time. Rick oh, Buecher that, said, Rick Buecher did the next process tweet? Yes, that is, Great. that is him. So Great. here he goes. Ben Simmons, they're having a team chat before game four, thinking he's going to play against the Boston Celtics. And from what I'm told, Ben just left the chat. They asked him, are you going to play? Ben left the chat. Like, he didn't even answer the question, just left the chat. And Katie's like, this is what I signed up? Like, this is, this is who I'm playing with? Okay. So then, after that, Rick Buecher says that. Then, the legendary Shams was on with one Pat McAfee. And Pat McAfee asked him about the rumor. And Shams, who, uh, it should be noted, has the same exact agent as Ben Simmons, um, just it should be noted, says this. All I'm going to say on this is this never happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Buker? You're calling Buker a liar? Never happened. And, and I don't, I don't think Ben Simmons saying. actually, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do some more. He's I'm, I'm going to give Ben Simmons some love on, on, here. Mm. Um, I mean, from everything I've been told, he is doing more on the floor. He's looking good. So. Um, I, I think the Nets yeah, have high, on. high expectations for Ben Simmons next uh, year. Mm-hmm. You, you talk about a guy, three-time All-Star, mm. two-time All-NBA guy. I mm. think that th- there are high, high expectations for Ben Simmons, he's he's supposed to be ready for training camp uh, here in a month and a half, and so he's doing more and more on the court. I'm told. Um, so good news on the Ben Simmons front. Uh, this this though uh, was was not uh, something that occurred. Man, all right. So that it's is funny from that the like Pat McAfee they're, show. They're sort of like punking him as he's giving his report. Yes, they're sort of like whispering about it, being like, "Those fucking what the fuck." No way. <laughs> the best part is that Shams, who has the same agent as Ben Simmons, was like, not only didn't did it not happen, good news about Ben Simmons. This has actually been a very good off season for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Mike, do you believe this happened? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. I wanted to I wanted to have it. I think it's a really I think it's funny to be like, Are you playing? To be like, I'm ben, I'm gone. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't text me anymore. It's a oh, funny then, thing. Then but Ben, the, ben the tweeted, idea, by the way, Ben tweeted slow news day and the crying laughing emoji. I'm sure, sure, he I'm sure he's crying laughing. He's probably yeah. laughing so hard that he was crying. It sounds like that. It sounds like he was crying so hard that he was... No, <laughs> he was laughing so hard that he was crying. Or maybe he was crying yeah. so hard that he was laughing. Also happens. You never know. Um, you know the, the emoji doesn't say which came first. Right, right, right. It doesn't say I'm laughing so hard that I'm crying. It could be I'm crying so hard that I'm laughing. It doesn't say what um, the dominant emotion is, whether yeah. it's crying or laughing. That's right. I, it's so like weird and bald. I mean, this is the way in like the whole fucking Mike criticizes society corner, but like him being like, just him not acknowledging like the clear, obvious conflict of interest he has to be like, I'm actually going to say three-time all-star, all this stuff. It's like, yeah, we all know, like everybody knows that he was at one point good and did a bunch of good stuff. And then he hasn't played in a long time. 20 years. He hasn't played in, in two decades. It, feels, it does so feel like that. Yeah. And he's actually doing some good stuff on the court. I think the uh, one of the guys that was whispering was just like, I hope so. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and Sean totally. was just like, I'm still reading my, I'm, I can hear you guys snickering, but I'm reading my report. <laughs> I'm reading my report to the class. I'm reading my report that mommy wrote that I'm going to read to the class. 
and do my job. It totally didn't happen. It totally didn't happen. In fact, everything is going so great with Ben Simmons. On this is this never happened. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay. Buker, you're calling Buker a liar? Never happened. And, and I don't, I don't think Ben Simmons time. actually. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some more. He's I'm, ruining so, my I'm gonna give Ben Simmons some love on, on here. <laughs> Um, I mean, from everything I've been told, he is doing more on the floor. He's looking good. So. Um, <laughs> He's doing more on the floor. I hope so. That's where his job looking is. Looking good. That's where job is, man. Oh He's gotta be doing man. job on floor. Holy uh, fuck, I like that. Go like. He's like. Let me let me fucking blow your mind for a second. Man. <laughs> that that cool story you heard. That really cool story. Never happened. A boring story happened instead. The guy who's a basketball player is playing basketball. He didn't I'm even say your that. Mind here. I know. Let me do one more. He's like he's like doing it in the in the mode of like I'm gonna say some some cool shit here, but it's just like not at all. So good job. I just have so I just this is Hashtag nothing against like Woj or Shams. I respect. Yeah. I just have such a like little. I've done this. I've done this rant before, but I have such little respect for just like journalists that just report what they are told like uncritically mm-hmm. or like someone texted me this and I'm going to then report it. And like, that's my whole thing. Like I'm not necessarily a good writer. I'm not, I don't have like, whenever he talks about basketball, he sounds like he's like pretending like actual basketball, not like just mm-hmm. the, this person signs for this many years or whatever. But I just have such a little respect for like that meth that like job type it's just like just the agency should just have a pr company they do it like what is the point who is it's what is it's so like you get like you you cozy up to people flicked with something and you just do it and like you text people like because you're like hey hang out i want let me break the story like it's it's not interesting i think it's like a not interesting like sniveling type of job and they and they get all this cloud from it, and I just like I just couldn't respect it any less. I really don't. I, I heard months ago. I in any sport, what... not not Woj and Shams specific, just like all of that stuff. Like if you break like a big complex story where you're digging well, for it for years and all that stuff, fine. But like the like I'm issuing a PR statement for this like one. Line, it's just like it doesn't matter. Like I think the most interesting thing about this about them specifically because they do do it more than their NFL writers who do it too, but I heard Amin Al-Hassan talking about it. And he's like, the news that they're breaking, this is to your point, he's like, you would just find out like five minutes later if they didn't break it. Yeah. Like a trade that happens that they break, the trade news is, even if, if they didn't exist, if, if you didn't follow them, you would find out five, at worst, you would find out like a day later. And it, it yeah, just, whenever it's just like league protocol that they can't report it yet. So we'll just leak it to this journalist instead. It's very strange. It's very, and it, it creates like the rumor shit. I like, I like that. This one's talking to this one is talking to this one. They're talking about this deal. Look, sure. it fuels us. Oh, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying but, I don't respect it. The right. job of doing it. I appreciate having it, <laughs> having the information. I'm not saying I don't want it. I'm just saying right. it doesn't earn my respect. The ESPN uh, polled their experts. I wonder wonder who the experts... Actually, I think they had it in there. I didn't look. I'm bad. I'm bad at that. Um, 
ESPN pulled their experts and came up with projected win totals for the Eastern and Western conferences in the NBA. Here is their projection for the Eastern Conference. Tied for first place, the Celtics and the Bucks at 54 and 28. Number three, the Miami Heat at 51 and 31. Then the Sixers at 50 and 32. Then the Raptors and the Hawks at 47 and 46 wins, respectively, all in the, quote, contenders category. Mike, your thoughts. I mean, 50 and 32 sounds possible. I think the one more. It sounds totally possible. It sounds totally fine. I do not. I think the Heat should not be higher than the Sixers. Mm -hmm. I think they lose P.J. Tucker. They were really counting on so much out of Jimmy last year. Lowry is might be better than he was towards the end of the year, maybe, but he's also old. Bam, <laughs> Bam is such a worthless offensive weapon. He's a good passer as a big man for sure and a good roller, but like everyone's begging him to take shots. I just like, I every time Bam shoots when I'm watching the Sixers play them, I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy he has that long, like slow, like baseball swing of a jumper that takes. He hasn't forever, evolved. And it just, offensively like i thought he'd be in any way no in any way in any way he's a great defensive player he's an excellent defensive player i really enjoy watching him play play defense but he's just not he's just so not special offensively like he can dribble up the court sometimes and like go behind his back and all that stuff but he's not like he has no way to like methodically score in any way and he's not a weapon off the ball because he's not a shooter from anywhere so, yeah. Anyway, I think without PJ Tucker, they're going to be hurting a little bit. They're also like, they keep finding guys that are helpful. It's very frustrating. They fucking stole Haywood Highsmith from us, and he's going to be a useful NBA player. By the way, uh, Zach the Lowe is singing Haywood Highsmith. I know, it's very frustrating. He was yeah. ours. Um, we, can't, we had him on the Ricky, didn't we? Yes, when we, when we were at, at, the, the, at the live show. At the, yeah, the live at the show. Coats game. Yep. Um, yeah, and Max Drews is very good. Like they're going to be good. They're not going to be a bad team, but I just think like the Sixers are a better team than them. And the Sixers would have beaten them even last year when the Sixers were not that good of a team had Embiid been healthy. And he wasn't. I think they are spot on with the Bucks and the Celtics at first, sure. at number 1 and that is not particularly controversial yeah. at all. Healthy Chris Middleton, deeper Boston team. Yeah, for sure. I do. I am curious to see what the Cavaliers look like. Um, I've always been, always, since I saw him play the first time right before the draft. Love Darius Garland. He's awesome. Um, and they'll be a pretty good team, man. I I don't think it's crazy to think they could be better than the Hawks. Um, sure. You know, so. I would, Easter- I think, if the Hawks, they, they, that gives the Hawks a lot of credit, that those, those rankings. And, Having not heard them, I was already like thinking like I think the Hawks are going to be good, and I would bet the over. But that already gives them that kind of credit. So yeah, I think the Hawks are going to be very good. Trey Young's awesome. Um, Dejounte kicks ass. Um, weird, weird beef with Dejounte and Paolo Banquero. Yeah, I saw um, that in the, in the pickup game. That's kind of fun. But, uh, but yeah, the Cavs would get. I mean, there are many very good teams in the league. Like there are many like. It is a very exciting time to be a basketball fan. Even the bad teams, I I struggle to think of a couple bad teams that are like truly pointless. 
because some like the rebuilding teams are rebuilding in the in the right way in a smart way, uh, and they'll and anybody that gets a top three or four pick next year is going to come up with a franchise player. It's a really good draft next season. So I think up oh, Phil's take the lead. That's big. There you um, go. Plus three thousand uh, at DraftKings. There you go. But uh, it's just a good. It's just, the league is just extremely healthy right now. There's just a lot of really good players and a lot of good teams, and it's going to be. I think this year. You know, it's it was a, a what a weird season to end in a Warriors Celtics finals, and next year I think it's going to be similarly bizarre because there's a lot of just really really good teams and none of them quite stand out as like that number one, um, especially with injuries and blah blah blah. So I'm loving it. What I'm, I'm gonna wear, I'm gonna wear a Rob Lowe NBA hat. <laughs> just a fan of the league. <laughs> Is this never? Whoa! <laughs> uh, before we get to the uh, the mailbag, some great mailbag questions. Actually, ten out of ten mailbag. Final sponsor for this week: Briggs Auction. I finally won my first Briggs Auction auction. So psyched that I won. Um, they had these. Um, there's the coolest shit at Briggs Auction. Um, four generation family-owned and operated auction house in Delaware County. Um, I won these, like, Vietnam protest posters from right around the Vietnam War of people that posted them to organize rallies, and I thought it was the coolest shit ever. It was like 30 bucks. I ended up winning it for. It was great. The Briggs Auction auctions happen every other week or so. It's been the summer of auctions. There's been a ton of them. The next one is August 19th. It's a state auctions. But everything from the coolest vinyl to the most amazing sports collectibles to furniture, by the way, which is great. It's one of a kind furniture and you don't have to wait six months because of, uh, um, you know, the delays that new furniture take right now because of supply chain stuff, classic jewelry, all this kind of stuff. Over 500 lots in every auction, auction starting at a dollar Honestly, the coolest shit. Download the app, the Briggs Auction app, B-R-I-G-G-S, for the uh, App Store or Google Play, or go to briggsauction.com slash Ricky. You win the auction, pickup is easy. By appointment during the week, Saturdays they have open pickup, and they work with shippers, so they could ship it to you if you like that as well. Um, and if you are downsizing, you would like to do an estate auction. You do you send an email to info at briggsauction.com, info at briggsauction.com. Once again, Briggs Auction, Briggs Auction, I want an auction, briggsauction.com. Over to the mailbag. I think that's the next thing we have. Oh, no, hard to stomach YouTube comment of the week. This comes from Seda Neen. Better it be yoga pants than one more NFT gang gang account. Of course, talking about Daryl's Twitter follows. Still following... Girls in yoga pant. Did he reach out to you? He did not. Okay. We were not the only organization to reference this, to be clear. There was a lot of publicity I noticed afterwards about the Daryl following girls in yoga pant. So Just a fan of the fabric. <laughs> That's all. It's the fabric. And I would much rather have girls in yoga, him following girls in yoga pant than... than than crypto accounts and NFT accounts and so on and so forth. Crypt Email, crypto girls in yoga pants. Ooh. Girls in crypto pants. Mm. 
The, com- the comfiest fabric. Yep. Nice and soft. You Almost can- like it's not there at all. <laughs> it's like wearing nothing at all. It's like wearing nothing whatsoever. If you'd like to send us an email, do it to writes to Ricky Sanchez at gmail.com. Send us a basketball and a non-basketball question. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 833-LICKFACE. That's 833-LICKFACE. This comes from Matt, Spike, Mike, and CJ. The recent pod comparing Joel's legacy to Iverson's legacy got me thinking about Iverson's boat. In my mind, Joel is clearly the more talented, more complete player, but the argument for Iverson would probably be his effort level. So my question is, how big is Joel's boat? Does he have a boat in his gut? We've seen him react poorly in borderline mope, especially in the playoffs. I love Joel, and I think that he is in the tier just below LeBron and KD. And I recognize that he's overcome maybe more than most players ever will, mostly speaking injury-wise. But I do worry that sometimes he falls victim to moping when things get tough. Mike, does Joel have a boat in his gut? Um, I think, I don't disagree that sometimes it looks like he's moping and stuff, and that might be the case. But... I think that is lends itself to him being like so big and having to expend so much energy. And when he like doesn't do that, he looks even slower and like he doesn't care um, or is not think, trying his hardest. I think that but, is uh, a generous. It's probably generous, but like he's so, he is, you know, you look at him in the, in the Raptors series and how much like it took out of him and stuff and, how much how how many times he's come back maybe a little too early from like very violent injuries to like play either with like a mask on or whatever the fuck and taking it off and trying like he he really wants to be there he really gives a shit he's just not like he's fast for his size he's just not like fast as a player so when guys beat him to loose balls or whatever it looks like oh he doesn't ha- have it as much but more He's just like he's seven foot two and he's doing everything on both ends. So like there's sometimes he doesn't get loose balls. I think he's got a I I, I think he's for as much as I love him, he has fallen victim to being a sailboat rather than a motorboat. Mm-hmm. And if the wind is going in the direction of the finish line, then he is great at going fast with it. But when things get tough He has not enough times for my liking, though I love him, not enough times for my liking, lifted the team up when they needed him, and he is too much gone down with the ship. Another boat reference. So, Certainly not in the playoffs. Certainly not in the playoffs. Hasn't done enough. Yeah, that's fair. I, I want him to be that, and it is not too late, and there are certainly tons of examples of players who haven't gotten there until... They're late 20s, so I think it's possible. But I also think that it is fair to acknowledge that he has not um, really... He has he's fallen short in that a lot. This yeah, comes, I think, and no, I think this, is, this team is arguably the best team he's had around him that mm-hmm. will allow... Like, other guys can do the, like, go fight for something so he can, you know, fight for a loose ball battle inside take some bumps and bruises for him so he can just do the things he has to do and not be required to do everything for the team and so if he takes them you know to the conference finals and beyond because he hit a bunch of big shots and went to the line 14 times and you know prevented Giannis from getting to the rim every time because like 
P.J. Tucker finally got a loose ball that the Sixers wouldn't have gotten last year, or D'Anthony Melton finally got a stop on one end, whatever, um, then I think it'll that that narrative will change. But I, I don't disagree that like because of his environment and things that didn't haven't worked out, that it, it sometimes appears that way. And he, yeah, I think he's matured from from earlier years as well. Mm-hmm. And I I do give him credit for what he has battled back from. You know, it, it on and off court. Yes, it has would it would have stopped most players. This comes from Nick in the Northeast. Hi, Spike, Mike, and CJ. This weekend, Toby got married on Long Island. He wrote in Long Island, but since I live up here now, I know it's on Long Island. And I only saw one post from a teammate, Yang. Meanwhile, Ruben's party, you saw tons of pictures and posts from players. Does this concern you because it slightly concerns me for vibe slash chemistry reasons? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a a fracture of sorts between no the Embiid, like... No Embiid, no Harden, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, Harden, I'm not surprised that, like, Tobias wouldn't invite Harden. He just, you know, yeah. just got on the team a little Made bit ago. in the corner. Who knows when invitations have gone out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the uh, Embiid thing is a little bit weird, and hopefully there's some communication there. But Embiid, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I want Embiid to be the like kind of connector, mature protagonist a little bit and just like keep the team together, basically like a little bit more Steph Curry to him where he's just like always like rousing the guys, but it's just not like it doesn't seem like it's really his personality and he's going to like like the guys he likes and he's going to kind of be a little sour to the guys that he's maybe not as close with. I feel like him and Tobias had been pretty close, I think on court on team plane whatever um but doesn't seem like he was there at least didn't make it a priority which is kind of a bummer i want everyone to be friends i want everyone to like each other maybe it'll happen in charleston south carolina in a couple weeks or a month or whatever when uh when they finally do the the wine tasting tour as a team non-basketball question but related do you have to invite your coworkers and or boss to your wedding Feels like this was an old school thing, but I did it when I got married. Love the pod. Thanks for everything you guys do. Um, what do you think? Well, as far as coworkers, you should just invite the coworkers that you want to invite, I think. Jerry Seinfeld has a great bit that like, nobody actually wants to come to your wedding, which is very funny, is that people feel like offended when they don't get invited, but then also don't feel like going. Um, as far as inviting your boss... Uh, this is weird because I manage a lot of people. I want to preface it with, with you do not have to invite me to your, your wedding. I'm not. Yeah. How many uh, people have versus haven't? Well, I was just at Elliot's wedding and I am not his manager anymore, but I was, but there were some people that didn't invite me. I guess what I would say is as a, as a person who is a manager, you do not have to invite your manager to a wedding that doesn't go for, there are some that will take offense. I would not take offense, but I would love to be the kind of boss that you would consider inviting, um, because I've been a plus in your career. But I, I think, I think a lot of that has gone by the wayside, you know, the invite your boss to the wedding. What do you think? Yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard that like conversation. I, I do think like it is not offensive to I think it's odd that it that is considered like not offensive to not go to a wedding, mm-hmm. but it is offensive to not be invited. And I think right. that's just an odd 
arrangement of things. But yeah, I mean, invite who you want to invite. And final question from Jackson, the person who let me know about the Ricky Reddit. Hey, Spike and Mike, not sure if you guys have done this before. I'm a new listener since the first hardened trade. The first hardened trade. What does that mean? But I think think it would be pretty cool. The right streaky Sanchez Reddit did not think it was a great idea as it got zero upvotes and zero comments. A rights to Ricky Sanchez. (laughs) Calls it out. uh, Fantasy football team. Maybe the loser gets a predetermined rights to Ricky Sanchez Sixers tattoo. Winner Uh, gets to hang out with CJ's friend group. (laughs) Gets measured by CJ's dad. (laughs) Stepdad. Or girlfriend's dad. dad. Girlfriend's dad, yeah. I do not like fantasy football, so I will not be participating, and I do not have the the time or energy to set it up for other people. But if people in the right Stricky Sanchez Reddit or the Twitter group or whatever want to do it and use our name, as long as you make it clear that I'm not responsible for it, then that's fine. Fair. Mike, Great. how do you feel about fantasy football? Uh, I like it. I like it as it is. Um, I've, I'm in a Howlmate Mother fantasy football league that's been going on for many or over a decade now, which is cool. Um, and I'm in a fan, family fantasy league and that's, I can't do more than two, do more mm. than two. And it's just like, you start sweating it. I'm in, I'm in my WNBA fantasy championship right now. I am losing, mm. which I don't like. I lost in the championship. Actually, I tied in the championship by one free throw. Uh, and then he got the tiebreaker in the John Gonzalez execs league, uh, which I will be upset about forever. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone in the Ricky fantasy football league does it and has a lovely time and (laughs) the battle to join CJ's friend group commences. I remember like Ike would like when it would be football season, he would say so-and-so had so-and-so in fantasy, had so-and-so in fantasy. And I was like, how do you have every fucking player in fantasy? And he was one of those guys that would have like six fucking fantasy teams. People are lunatics with fantasy football. Lunatic. Well, he's just, you know, former athlete trying to like just get sweat back. Just Little trying juice. to feel that emotion. <laughs> Any <laughs> juice whatsoever. Little juice. Um, all right. Well, we will, maybe the Sixers will trade for Kevin Durant. We'll have to do an emergency pod. Never know. Um, we will talk to you next time. Uh, wherever you are, CJ, hope you're having a good time. Happy boyfriend day. Are you Call down? Call us, CJ. Tell, make sure you're okay. Let us know you got there safely. Text us when you get there. Uh, Are you now with TTP? Yeah. You know Lickface.